0: Good
1: morning, everybody. Good
0: morning, everybody. It's early. Yes. Talk about waking up. (laughs) But we're up
1: and we're ready for the day. We're excited that you all are with us and we can't imagine spending our... This is Tuesday morning? Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning with anybody else <laughs> but you. So thank you so much for joining us today. As always, we get started with a little bit of inspiration. Today is no different. And here's your devotional for today.
0: We are coming from John 14, uh, verse 27. It says, peace I leave with you, my per- my perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. In other words, let the peace that I have given you calm you in every circumstance, give you courage and strengthen you for every challenge. Mm. Now, Pastor Brandon, why is peace so important?
1: I think that the scripture was very clear when it said it that we get our strength when it comes to peace. You know, I can't imagine working in a chaotic environment, I can't imagine raising family in a chaotic environment. Peace is everything. And I think about people who have challenges in their life and so often it's because they have lack of peace. Yeah. When you are at peace, no matter what circumstances you were in, you can think clear. You Things seem to be fine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe you're listening today and you're like, I don't know when the last time I can remember I had peace. Yeah. And you almost have to think about What does peace look like and sound like and feel like for you? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't feel like that to everybody else. And I think some of us take on the pursuit of peace that we see others doing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, somebody goes on vacation to a certain place and they come back and they're like, oh, my God, it was just such a peaceful place. And you may say, I'm going to go to that same place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if that's not going to feed your inner self, then it won't really bring you peace. So you have to find out what feeds your inner self in order to get you the peace that you need. And the only way to do that is to try different things.
0: Yeah. And honestly, sometimes those things can just be um, like a Band-Aid. You know what I mean? Like we feel like we have to go somewhere, mm. do something to get peace. But then we really need to look at ourselves and and ask ourselves, well, what kind of energy are we bringing? What kind of, um, you know, what are we bringing to the table every single time? Right. Like when you think about, I mean, like I know some people. And like every time you turn around, there's just turmoil around them. Mm. Trouble, issue, problem. problem. Problem, circumstance, everything's falling apart. Like, and we feel like we have to be so busy, but yet being busy doesn't necessarily mean that we're producing something, but we feel like, well, I I don't have time to sit down. I don't have time to rest. I don't have time to create an environment where I can think and produce better because I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. Mm -hmm. Um, and America can make you feel like that. Like you have to really be working so hard to pursue things. And it's like, no, just relax. Just relax. Just rest. Mm-hmm. Just just look for a minute and see where you are. You know, honestly, over the last couple of weeks, a couple of days, we've seen these mass shootings everywhere. And I'm it's telling terrible, you, terrible. it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because it's like our land, our country, our state, our people, our, our children. They're not living in peace. Parents are not living in peace. You can't even go to the mall. Um, without feeling like you're gonna be protected and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah,
1: you think we have a mental um, issue in this in this country?
0: I think we do. I think we do, and I think that um, you know, post pandemic, we saw. Uh, a lot of that really being exposed and you know i feel like the those that are in the mental health are really trying their best um to get ahead of it to create their practices to do what they can to to handle that and i see that personally i mean i don't know what you see when you guys look out your window you know what i mean but when i look in um you know my workplace and i see all the different individuals that are coming in and they are you know they have the substance abuse uh, disorders and when i look at all my friends who are in um um, you know, healthcare, I mean, in mental health and how they're pursuing that and helping. And then when I look at my students that are in class that are pursuing mental health um, as a career, I am just, I'm amazed that uh, we are doing something um, to handle that.
1: Well, the people in the fields are very busy doing things to handle that. I don't think anybody would deny that. Yeah. I think the issue is people checking themselves in. Um, folks having family members that they're able to come to terms mm-hmm. and say you have a mental problem yeah and it's gotten bad enough that we need to seek help
0: yeah
1: people are trying to handle this on their own they're trying to soothe it away by themselves mm-hmm. and yes we know it's a spiritual thing and so certainly the church has to step up but at the end of the day in your local surroundings in your classroom yeah in your house yeah. parents I mean, let's not walk in denial, Mm -hmm. you know, let's actually call a thing a thing. And if we see people that are not mentally stable, I think that we have a responsibility to call a thing a thing.
0: Yeah. And honestly, when you really think about it, that's just the, the chaotic and chaos and all the stuff that's going on in their head that doesn't allow them to focus, doesn't allow them to stop for a moment. And create that environment of peace for themselves. And That means inner peace as well as an, uh, a piece of um, uh, environment of peace that is around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so I think that is so important.
1: Yeah, I think absolutely. It's so important. Yeah, but when you are not. In a culture that foster those kinds of conversations mm. it's very difficult for you to get to that breakthrough moment for yourself. I agree. Most people are not going to just come to that conclusion by themselves. They need a little help. I mean, that's why they started the whole intervention thing. Yeah. You know, like I love you enough that I call these people around in this circle. Mm-hmm. We all love you and we all agree that we're seeing signs from you that don't don't reflect a person that's healthy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's love. That's love. I, that, I, I really believe that's love. I think when we see individuals that are struggling and they're going through things in life, but yet we look at them and say, well, they can figure it out. I have to figure it out myself. Like, you know what I mean? We sh- we really shouldn't do that. We should find it within our hearts to uh, provide the help that we can. Um, you know, the Bible really talks about that. If you have the ability to help somebody, um, th- it's all right to be able to help that individual. Don't tell them like, you know, oh, come back tomorrow. or, or, you know what I mean, i help you when I can if you know it's within your right that day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we got to help each other. You know, we need each
1: other. Yeah, and finally, Uh, I'll just say this, is that we have to equate mental illness with sickness. Yeah. You know, I mean, if somebody had cancer, you would take them to the doctor right away. Yeah. You know, if if somebody had a heart attack, you would take them to the doctor right away. Yeah. Well, if somebody's having a mental breakdown, they need to see a professional yeah, right, a right away. they do. Uh, and, and because our children are paying the price mm-hmm. for us, ignoring the fact that there are things going on in people's head. And, we, co- of course, we've got to do something with the gun laws. Of course, people should not be able to just go in to a gun store and purchase a military-style weapon. I yeah. mean, where do they do that at? Yeah. America. <laughs> but anyway... This is supposed to be your devotional. And so we hope that you've been (laughs) uplifted and empowered. (laughs) No, we just played, but that was very serious, you know, kind of detour right there. But at the same time, yes, peace, peace, peace is the solution. People need to be at peace when you're at peace. The world just revolves a little bit smoother because you are at peace. peace. Awesome, awesome. We're going to move along right now, and we're going to go into our reflection. And this is a really good part of the show because Cornelia and I get to reflect on two of the things, well, my thing and her thing, that happened during this week. And I'll go first. Or did you go first last week? No, you can go first. You want to go first? All right, I'll go first. All right, so my reflection is Father's Day.
0: Woo! (laughs) Confetti,
1: confetti. Confetti, confetti. I have not been able to celebrate Father's Day, but for the last four years yeah so it's kind of new to me so when someone says to me what do you want for father's day i don't know yeah i you know y'all know my story i didn't grow up with the dad in the house so having a father's day uh father's day most of the time was not like a celebratory day for me it was like a day where i spent a lot of energy trying to ignore the actual day and make it normal and so right now you know I can kind of feel like, oh, I'm trying to make it normal. I don't really want to do a celebratory thing. But the children, they are at an age now, well, at least uh, Carter is at an age now where, you know, when he's hearing Father's Day at school, he's coming in the car, happy Father's Day, daddy. And, you know, it just makes my heart smile. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So this year for Father's Day, of course, we don't want... I don't want anything huge or major. Um, but what I just wanted was time with the family. So we went to a local restaurant right here, and I'm telling you, it was amazing. Mm, so good. We went with my um, in-laws. yeah, And um, so I got to celebrate it with my uh, father-in-law. And then we came to the house, and we all just... Just relax together. Yeah. had
0: some cake and ice cream. Had some cake and ice
1: cream. We laughed. We joked. It was just a wonderful time. And I know the kids were happy. So that's my reflection, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I will have to say that last night was kind of like a, a piggyback of that, you know. Carter got a new bike that my wife ordered from Amazon. And he's been asking me for days now to put it together. I was going to do it on Father's Day, mm-hmm. but I didn't have time. I was hosting. We're
0: best guys.
1: Okay, so I <laughs> didn't do it. But yesterday I did it, and both him and Alicia got to go outside and ride the bikes. Oh, my God, y'all should have seen them. They were the cutest oh little things that you've ever seen in your life. So that was a that was my reflection.
0: Yeah, and you know what? We, we loved celebrating you. We loved appreciating you, Thank loving you. on you. Thanks. You know, I mean, I think that it's so important that we don't just take the day just to be the only day that we celebrate the individuals that are no. in our lives that are doing yeah, Great things, you know. Yeah. We we gotta celebrate you every day. Love every on day. you every day. Every day, you know. Because I want a porterhouse steak every day. I, I don't <laughs> know about all that, but, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but it's so true. We we really have to celebrate individuals that we love every single day. My reflection for me. um actually had to do with gentle parenting. Mm. Uh it's this new concept that's out there, y'all. Gentle Lord. parenting. And, and I'm trying to uh understand the concept because uh for some of y'all who are listening, okay, gentle parenting is not how I grew up. She's okay. Jamaican y'all. As a Jamaican daughter. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> you know, there was elements being thrown that probably should not have been thrown. uh
1: uh-huh.
0: There was elements being used to uh to punish you for doing we something that we should not. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord. Mm. So there is, um, you know, like we didn't grow up with all of the gentle speaking and, you know, Mm-mm. in the, you know, go in the, you know, in Mm-mm. the corner and think about that. No. You know what I mean? There was none of that. No. So I was actually watching this video this weekend, uh, a couple, a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago, and. It had this video that said "Stick with me, mommy," mm. and the video talks about how you know your toddlers—they're small, they don't understand, they're growing. You're their everything. You're their world. Um, and if you don't teach them, somebody else will. Wow. And it really just pricked my heart because you know sometimes as parents we could put a lot of pressure on our kids. That's we true. want them to be perfect. We want them to sit. We want them to, you know, speak. We want them to do everything. And We just have to stick with our kids. That's true. We have to gently, you know, guide them through life and let them know that regardless of anything, your love is not based on merit. Your love is love. You're you're going to give it. from
1: you is solid. That's it. You know, it doesn't change.
0: That's it. That's Mm -hmm. it. So that was really my thing. It really changed my heart towards my son. I love my son. As you guys know, our story, uh, we lost twins uh, back in 2017. And so my son was like our rainbow baby, our Mm -hmm. baby after the storm, and God blessed us with him, and um, I love my son, I love my daughter, I have no, uh, you know, No yeah, no favorites. Thanks, babe. I have no favorites. Um, but I do appreciate my son and what he has um become in my life and making me a mom. And so it's so important that we realize that when God gives us our kids, they're a blessing. Yeah. And so we have to guide them the best way that we know how. They're a blessing. They
1: didn't ask they did not ask to be here and they're not an inconvenience, I often say. And Carter is a handful. Oh yes. He is a handful. He's he is a boy (laughs) and everything that comes with the boy.
0: Uh, it's so much energy.
1: Yeah, and I always say if we were normal people, a lot of the things that are challenging for us when it comes to Carter wouldn't be challenging for That's us. True. It would just be like, "Oh, okay, he's a boy." But because our life doesn't it doesn't often allow for the inconvenience of some of the things that comes up with Carter. Yeah. We have to remind ourselves, "Okay, You're not Pastor Brandon. Yeah. Okay. You're not Speaker Cornita. No. You are this boy's parents. That's it. He don't know nothing about your profession, and he don't care. Yeah. So you literally have to speak to yourself and say, "Okay, I'm going to take a moment to parent." Yeah. I am a parent.
0: Yeah. This is and the it, same. This is the same child that when you're on the stage, he's like, "Mommy and Daddy," yeah. and starts walking towards the stage. and We're like, "No, no, this is not the time." Doing? What are you doing? This is Pastor the today. He like, does not care. <laughs> he does not. care. He wants mommy and daddy, and yeah. you know that's. We just have to remember that you know how you grew up was the. Was the times, maybe that was the times that was necessary for that. You have to look at your family, your dynamics, your environment, your parenting, all of that. But, you know, you have to now look at your kids.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's a wonderful reflection, honey. Yeah. I you. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to move right along, folks. We're going to go to our pick of the week. And this week's pick of the week is our dear, dear, dear role model. Black excellence.
0: Yes. Tyler Tyler Perry. Perry. Oh my God. Did y'all hear? Did you
1: hear? Did you hear? hear? Did you
0: hear the trending news? Because it was everywhere. So, Tyler Perry recently, as you guys know, I don't know if you guys know Tyler Perry, but maybe you do. Uh, This is an individual. You don't need to be listening
1: to us if you don't know him. Press pause. (laughs) Press pause and this, go look I mean, him up.
0: Listen, this is this individual who has basically um, devoted his whole life to plays and uh, it, Medea mainly. Um, and he used that really as an inspiration to get him to the top. And over the years, he has, you know, brought many different things. He has brought the Tyler Perry Studio, which people are literally um, going there to film their shows and it's TVs. Amazing. And it's like he has he owns it, y'all. OK, so recently he brought VH1 and BET. Wow. And I thought that was like super amazing because I've, BET was, you know, it's a black owned entertainment uh, station. And I guess the individual who had it before had sold it um had sold it and so that it at the time there wasn't like another african-american who had the prestige or the capital to buy it right and there could have been some other different things that's the reason why listen i wasn't in the boardroom so i don't know everything all i do know is that he bought it i thought it was amazing and i wanted to share that with y'all because um there it comes a time in your life that when you're pursuing certain things that you want to own something know. you know there are individuals who want to own homes they want to own their own business they want to own something because it's it's a different thing to go into a workplace, different thing to go into um, an environment and to purchase something from someone or work at their job. And there's a different thing about having that job, owning that job, being the boss of that job, employing people at that job. It really is a different feel, you know, and as entrepreneurs, we know that, you know what I mean? And so uh, I thought that was absolutely amazing for him to be able to buy that and to kind of have that in his bag and just in another... Thing, that yeah. he's doing great.
1: You know, a lot of people say that he has left the black community.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and I, I was reminded of that whenever he purchased uh, BET, and I thought, hmm, I wonder what people are saying about this now. And of course, I haven't been in the com- the, the comment section when it comes to this, y'all. <laughs> y'all know I live in them comment sections. Y'all be killing But you know, when it came to this, I haven't really gotten a chance to really pause in those conversations. But you know, I have to say that. I've never felt like Tyler left the black community. You know, I do feel like his work changed because his you know, his surroundings changed. Yeah. And when your surroundings change, you know, the vision for your life, it doesn't really shift or change, but it does evolve, you know? Yeah. And I think that his work is different now. Yeah. And I think to hold someone hostage to the work that they were doing when we were introduced to them mm-hmm. is not fair to the destiny that God has called them to. Exactly. You know, we need to let people go to the places that they feel that God is calling them to. Yeah. And even if that means that our position within their life or within their audience oh my God. will shift or change.
0: Oh my God. You need to stop touching on stuff this morning, okay? But that is so true. We have to give people the opportunity to evolve. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to give people the opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what stunts a lot of people from being able to pursue what God has called them to do or walking in their destiny or finding their purpose because we're living what we think that our parents, our grandparents, our forefathers, you know what I mean, our friend down the street, We're living what we think that they want us to do, not necessarily what we believe in our heart that we should do. And I think that was great that you touched on that, because as he's evolving and his environment is changing and he is growing, you know, we're giving him space to be able to do that. And yes, that might mean that I was with you for the last 10 years and we were cool and somehow our purpose doesn't align anymore and we have to split. Yeah. And we have to be thankful for the opportunity of when that individual was in our lives. But it's some, there are some people that come in our lives for season, seasonally, you know? Um, and there are individuals that are in our lives
1: forever, mm-hmm.
0: forever. Mm-hmm.
1: And we have to know that. Mm-hmm. We have to know that. Yeah, because if you don't, you'll end up... Even if you're the person that, you know, the energy is going towards... You'll end up holding your life hostage to yeah. a different season, mm-hmm. to a different place that you have clearly outgrown. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the next level, but you won't because you're afraid of what the people who are at that level will say. Yeah. And you don't need to be afraid anymore. No, You know, I know people who are doing great things and they cannot leave their neighborhoods. You know, like you could be so much better Yeah, in your career if you would just leave your neighborhoods. I mean, we have a friend that is extremely good at what she does when it comes to her craft mm-hmm. and we order from her all the time and we always wonder why don't you have your own shop mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. but she
1: will not leave what has been built around her as it relates to her family Yeah. and to me I think that that's wonderful loyalty is great yeah. but there's got to be a way that you don't have to compromise your destiny your growth and everything that God has for you yeah while trying to be faithful to the people who have paved the way for you. Yeah. So I agree. you really can do both. All right? So kudos to Tyler Perry. woo whoop. Congratulations. <laughs> Confettis and balloons Confettis and, balloons. Yeah, and uh what do you call those? Uh, club horns. Really? Brow, brow, brow. All of that. <laughs> All of that goes to you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, so we are ending today with Let's Put You On. Yes. All right. I forget last week what we put the folks on.
0: I think we put them on like that financial...
1: Oh, yeah, that insider. wallet. How many of y'all got the wallet? We yes. want to hear from you. If you got the wallet, please message us on wherever, social media or right here, even on Anchor the Podcast, and uh, let us know how it was. But this week, we are putting y'all on and it is something that's more practical. Yeah. All right. So we noticed with two kids and this is for the parents out mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. that when you ever go out to you ever go to a restaurant and you feel like you have just spent your entire bill mm-hmm. on the kids meals mm-hmm. and they don't even want the doggy bag no. to pack up to take home. Yeah. We realized that early on. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And we stopped doing it. Yes. We decided that we are not going to be spending money anymore on these little rugrats that cannot <laughs> Decide what they want off the uh, menu.
0: Because they want something off the menu, y'all. And then do you find them like literally trying to put their hands in your food? Like, dude, yeah. eat what you got what in you front got of you It's worse.
1: It's worse when you have a spouse. Oh
0: my God. What?
1: Alrighty I now.
0: <laughs> they just be putting their yeah, hands in your food. That does not plate. happen
1: to me. You do it to mm-hmm. me.
0: But your food's better.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what they feel like. So. <laughs> What we decided to do, and we're going to put y'all on, is order the order the one meal for the kids. Yes. Order the one meal and split it up. Yeah. Let them just waste away if they decide to do it. And if they enjoy it, let them enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for Father's Day, we actually got... A couple appetizers, and the kids were getting full off the appetizers. We yeah. didn't get them bad boys no entrees. No. Nope. Because they weren't going to eat it. No. Nope. I could they barely eat my, my... entrees. Come on. You know? And so that's what we're putting you on this week. Save the money that yeah, you can save. And you know, next week, we ain't talking about saving money.
0: No. We're going to put y'all on to
1: something else. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope this helps. This has been a wonderful show, everybody. Yeah. We are loving spending the time with you guys in the morning.
0: Every Tuesday has been absolutely amazing. And listen, I can't wait for next Tuesday to spend
1: Tuesday to spend with you
0: every Tuesday. this is the second show Uh, still every tuesday
1: as of last weekend today
0: as of last weekend today every
1: tuesday you act like you've been spending your whole life with these people (laughs) you don't know these people y'all she don't know y'all but anyway we love you yeah and we're so glad that y'all are listening and i hope that you are being blessed by this we will see y'all next week next week have a good one Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm Brandon.
0: And I'm Cornita.
1: And together, we're The Whitfields.
0: Whitfields. We are entrepreneurs and authors, and sometimes life gets a little crazy. It
1: sure does. Two kids, running a church, speaking engagements, community advocacy, and everything else. But somehow, by the grace of God, we make it work.
0: We make it work, y'all. And on this show, we will share all the tips, tools, and tricks we have learned along the way. So
1: grab your coffee. It's time to wake up with with The the Whitfields. Whitfields.
0: can't get enough of waking up with the Whitfields, neither can we. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We're always uploading new content like relationship advice, links to our pick of the week videos, and yep, even live Q&As. Don't forget to subscribe to our show so you'll never miss us.